Happy Thursday, January 27th, everyone, and welcome into another edition of the Unreasonable Odds podcast. It is championship week in the NFL. There are three meaningful football games left this year, and then it is all done. Um, So that means not all that much to talk about anymore, but my co-host Steve Buchanan is here. If you're watching on YouTube, you see a reoccurring guest joining us, Mr. Dave Sherapin. Sportsbook consig, and you see atop his majestic head a beautiful DraftKings sportsbook lid. The man is known for his hats. He wears hats everywhere. Every time we have him on the podcast, you know, we have some different logo things here, some things we can and can't show. We have to ask Dave to change his hat all the time. Well, somebody, whoever it was, was a great, great person, was nice enough to give Dave some hats that he can now just wear right on the Unreasonable Odds podcast when he makes his appearances. No problem. Dave, how you doing? Boys, good morning. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh boy. Getting um, choked up because you got that hat. I, I, <laughs> you, you got me a little choked up. I really, really did. Um, I got to tell you, I mean, this thing turns heads everywhere I go. So go. Um, it's, I've been wearing it all over town. Um, you got to coordinate. So I went with the green under, under Jersey here a little bit. Um, logo restrictions aside, this is definitely one of the best ones you got. So you know, you guys make the call, get it together, get on the show, get your hat on, and let's talk football. I mean, there's other things going on, Jules. Like, you know, there's there basketball. Are. You know, that Rhode Island Rams team, we can't figure that team out. And Like, you know, there's NBA, there's NHL. But this week, it's championship week. <clears throat> the, the, the sad part for me is that, you know, after it's all done Sunday, we got two weeks to talk about one game. Yep. And we got seven months to talk about where Sean Payton is going to go coach or where Aaron Rodgers is going to go play. And I just want to talk about the games. Let me talk about the games. Yeah, We'll get to March Madness, NBA playoffs, hopefully baseball. Um, uh, If they don't play baseball, Steve might be out of a job this summer. Yeah, I'll be fired. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be okay. There's going to be baseball. It may not start right on time, but there's going to be baseball. Yeah. All right, there we go. You you heard it from you heard it from the man. Um, and yes, I did bet. Um, as our producer Samir slacks us, there's always KBO. I'm not getting back into KBO. No, I can't do it. Bro. I've been there. Um, I bet. So the Rhode Island Rams were eight and zero at home. They had a 15 point lead as 15 point favorites on Saturday and lost outright. So I bet him in the bounce back spot, fishy line, pick him against Richmond at home. Richmond's the better team. Shepard, second leading scorer, out for URI. It jumps to Richmond minus two. I bet URI said they're going to bounce back at home. They went up 15. They lost by eight. That one stung as a better and a a proud alum. Buck, do you or Samir want to tell him? that we're talking about football, not about the Rhode Island Rams. Like, well, I, listen, you brought him up. You brought him up. You gave me an opening. So that is your, that is your fault. Somebody. Um, we're past that. All right. Last thing before we get into football. Um, what's the weather like in Vegas right now, Sharapin? Ooh, we got, we got a nice little forecast. Um, cool in the mornings, perfect in the afternoon. So high thirties, low forties in the morning. Um, we're supposed to get up to 58 or something today. Uh, we got practice tonight. It'll be freezing. We got a weekend tournament this weekend here in Vegas. So we're here playing softball, baseball, bro, all this stuff going on. You guys shoveling snow this weekend? I heard. I we heard. Will be. Yeah. What's the what's the over under for the inches of snow that you're supposed to get? <laughs> 15 and a half. 
Yeah. Mm. So it depends. Then over Samir, or under? Samir spot over. Arm, it was 15, 15 and a half. Um, Man. It depends number? where you are. Boston Who made that number? Best. Who made that number? Me. Look, there might be no baseball. I got to figure out what to do in the summer. I got to <laughs> yeah. figure out something. Weather, weather odds good. maker. Hey. Um, I'm a South Shore guy. We get more here. We get hit harder by the storms. I'm looking more at like 18, maybe. Oh. Um, here's a so, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I, we woke up, woke up six degrees here on Thursday, and now we're gonna have a, a Friday night, Sunday morning snowstorm. Mm-hmm. Steve and I are expected in studio on Sunday to uh, <laughs> do the sweat from downtown Boston after we'll <laughs> after 36 hours of snow. It stops at 4 a.m. We got to be in there at like 8 a.m. Who's driving? Wake up at 6 a.m. to clear cars and shovel driveways. I don't. We'll see if it happens. If you see us remote on the sweat on Sunday, those watching, um, <laughs> you know it got bad here. All right, that's your weather talk. That's your Rhode Island Rams talk. Excellent. Now it's football Excellent. talk. Um, Steve, it took like three minutes. It's a little icebreaker. Start the podcast. <laughs> Go ahead. You haven't you haven't spoken much. Why don't you steer the steer the uh, steer the truck for these? these football games. Well, I'm very excited to hear how, how much Dave is going to be liking the Bengals this week. Cause that's the right side in this game against the chiefs. You know, I don't know. Everybody is on the chiefs, you know, what he did at the bills last week, miraculous, you know, everybody hates his wife. He hates his brother because of how they celebrated yep. a little over the top, yep. but I, I, I love the Bengals this week. I've loved the Bengals all season long. I, I keep betting them here. Here's a heartbreaker. Last week, both Julian and I had a had a two game money line parlay. Oh, I'm sorry, Julian didn't have this, but but he he bet on the Packers. But I had a money line parlay: Bengals, Packers. Got the Bengals half, so now I'm cruising. I'm right. I'm already counting that as a win, right? Yep. Then the Packers just do whatever they do after that first drive. It was an absolute heartbreaker. Yeah. But if anybody, if any team has not done me wrong at all this season, it's been the Bengals. So yes. I'm not going to change it this week. I love them. This line has not moved. At all. It has yep. been basically sat at, at seven. I know it touched six and a half briefly a couple of days ago, but it's yeah. been sitting at seven for the majority of the time. I love everything about the Bengals this week, and I think people aren't giving them enough credit. If Joe Burrow gets sacked nine times and still performs as well as he does, that says more about Joe Burrow than anything. No question. The only thing, Steve, that worries me, <laughs> and I'm with you too, I, I, I think the Bengals plus seven is the bet if you have to pick a side in this game only because I think they're going to be able to trade scores for enough time to keep it close. Sure. They can win the game. I mean, this would be, this would ruin everybody's party except for, you know, um, Western or yeah, Western Ohio and the Cincinnati fans. Yeah. Maybe Northern Kentucky too. There's some people there that like the Bengals, but otherwise, (laughs) yeah. Otherwise this is going to ruin everybody's, Patrick Mahomes, Kansas City Chiefs going back to the Super Bowl party. Yep. Um, the defense. The defense. Sure. We got it. I mean, we saw the Bills and Josh Allen play a perfect game. Played a perfect game and lost. Okay. I mean, I don't know if the Bengals can just make that one stop that's going to require them to win the game. The right. number is perfect. I mean, you see this number as, as an odds maker. You know, in the book, you, you're not going to move it. Like yeah. every time you move it to six and a half, bad guy comes in to play it on the Chiefs. Every time you go to seven and a half, it's like sending a bad signal in Gotham City, and a bad guy comes in and hammers the Bengals. So it's easy. This is this is the easy part. 
as you get down to the end, the numbers don't move much. And mm-hmm. you have two choices or four choices this weekend for sides. You got to pick somebody. Right. Eight or nine out of ten people are picking the Chiefs. Yep. So I'm all right with that. But what do you think about the total? The total is the story in this game. That's where, that was gonna that's be, where I'm at. That was going to be my question for you next because we – we saw what happened in that Bills Chiefs game, and we know this is going to be a game about the quarterbacks. We saw him playing week 17. It was 34 31. It feels like an over game. My only <clears throat> my only question would be are there better bets than betting over 54 and a half as it stands right now on DraftKings Sportsbook? My number one concern, and I said this to Steve on Tuesday's podcast, although that was we saw what we saw on Sunday night with the Bills and the Chiefs. If the Chiefs get a stop on whatever that was, fourth and 13, when yeah. it was 26 to 21, if it's the under. Chiefs grind that out, that could end 26 21. Yeah. And now you're under. Instead, we get another 500 yards and 30 <laughs> points or whatever we got from that point on. Yep. It's ridiculous. Um, so, what, like, it sounds like you're going over 54 and a half, though. Here. Total. The total requires a perfect trip, right? Like to use a horse racing analogy, when a jockey gets on a horse and drives him around perfectly, gets a perfect trip. Okay. You need a perfect trip, but do you, you know, and in the book, I always used to say, when I saw 55, I called it the speed limit game. So, you know, you have to speed over the speed limit to get there. It's hard, but Based on what I saw, I mean, the, the bad guys have already spoken. They're playing this under. They played this under last week. They, they yep. the, the sharp and they side, weren't wrong. They weren't necessarily wrong. It yeah, just didn't but go that it way. Just you can't control it. And I think, I think a very similar thing is going to happen. I think that well, we just saw this thing January second finish thirty four thirty one. The total closed fifty one in a game in Cincinnati. Chiefs minus three and a half closing number, fifty one closing number. Bengals win outright. The game finishes 34-31. Last team with the ball wins. Um, a lot of times the rematch doesn't go yep. exactly like that. I don't know. If I have to pick a side in the total, I'm taking over. I just think the way the game – now, you got to see who's officiating. Maybe they're going to let stuff go a little bit. But I <laughs> think with the calls being made that they're being made, um, the Bengals defense being not as good as the Bills, and the Bills got you know torched. Yep. I think that I think the side is over, but I know, I mean, on DraftKings, there's a zillion props this weekend, <laughs> and like all the prop guys I know had the best day of the season last week on Saturday, the pros, because they all bet under, and those games were boring and all under except the sack total on, on Burrow was, went over. But Sunday, they got destroyed because everything went over. It's way more right. fun to bet over. So I know you probably got a prop or two in his game or something that's much better than the total in the game. So I generally – I a lot of times in these Chiefs game I think are going to go over. I always know that the Chiefs are going to score. So a lot of times I look at the Chiefs team total – yeah, I did that on Sunday. It was 27 and a half cashed it. But like I said, again, if that fourth down is converted, they could land on 26 and, and go under this week. I can't, it's 30 and a half with minus 140 to the over right now on drafting. So the over for the game is better than the Kansas city team total. Although I'm confident Kansas city is going to score. 
last I looked, and let me get into the player props. <clears throat> um, let me throw one out there real quick while, you, while you're getting that. <clears throat> so the longest reception for Jamar Chase is set at 28 and a half. Big mm. number, right? It's a big he number. That is a big last number. Time. <clears throat> the last time these teams played was just a few weeks ago. Joe Burrow threw the ball 20 plus yards seven times in that game. He completed five of them for 191 yards, which is an average of 27.3 yards per pass attempt. Two of them were for touchdowns. He destroys this secondary. Why? Because he was one of the best quarterbacks in the league versus man coverage. The Chiefs run man coverage constantly. In In those scenarios, Burrow's averaging 9.2 yards per pass attempt. He absolutely destroys this type of coverage. So put all that together. Like I'm taking overs on Burrow on passing yards on, you know, um, Burrow, uh, excuse me, Chase's Attempt. longest reception. There's so many here because Burrow should thrive in this yeah. game against the secondary. I love that angle, Steve. That's phenomenal. Yeah. I'm going to have to look all that stuff up myself because I tell people all the time, like there's a big menu. Right. Yeah. And sometimes you just got to focus and narrow it down to one or two things to really kind of be successful. Now, it's kind of an all or nothing proposition, because if, you know, he gets dinged up and knocked out of the game, you don't win anything or, you know, so spread it out and obviously, you know, branch up. But like attack, you know, immediately what you said makes me go. All right, I'm going to go look at Burroughs yards. I'm going to look at his completions. I'm going to look at his attempts. I'm going to look at his longest pass. Um, I'm probably not going to look at his rushing yards. Joe don't really take off. You know, I don't have to worry about that one. Right. But Mahomes is one that I would be looking at rushing yards. Keeps going over. The guys putting the numbers up at DraftKings aren't adjusting it. He's going over with one rush. So yeah, he went uh, over I, his prop total last week in the first quarter. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. With one run, I believe. I think he got a 30, 30 yard run or something. What was his total 28 and a half, something like that. Yep. Yeah. Oh, now, it, now it's bumped up to 29 and a half for this week. So they, they, they knew they got burned. So now they put it up okay. a yard for this week. <laughs> so Burrow, Burrow passing yards, 285 and a half. Ooh. Mahomes passing yards, 289 and a half. Special on DraftKings, Burrow and Mahomes combined 600 plus yards, plus 150. 600 plus yards. You're telling me they're both right. Burrow's 15 under 300 on his prop. Mahomes 11 under 300 on his prop. If you like them both over, are they going to combine for an additional? What is that? 24 yards yards to get you plus 150. I think I kind of like, I kind of like the prop and they work together because if it's going to be the shootout game and they're both passing. Right. You know, we like what we saw from Allen and Mahomes at the end of the game, if it's going to be a one score game and you're both passing, trying to score that it just works well together for both. Of them and the prop is good. If you go three fifty and two fifty, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. One, one could go, you could split the, the, you could play both overs and split them, but if they both go under 600, you would win your plus plus one fifty combo prop. I like that. I and like not that only that too, but if you like the over in this game, they're not going to hit the over if they're going to be running the ball. They're going to be hitting the over because these guys are passing a ton. So -hmm. if you like the over, you have to like both of both of these guys, right? Because it's not, I don't think it's going to be a lopsided game. Like it's not going to be the chiefs win, you know, 40 to 14 or something like that. Like, I think this is going to be a close game. And that's why, you know, the line really isn't moving as much at all. Like we saw last week, there was a lot of movement last week. Right. So if you like the over under 300 yards for both of these guys, come on. 
I'm thinking seems like, yeah, it seems like a big asking. Plus the thing that I think we may be overlooking in this game a little bit is the big play capability. I mean, Hill can take a seven yard slant and take it to the house, but (laughs) Mixon can split, you know, through a hole and take it to the house. Like, so you may not get quantity wise, a lot of running plays, but I mean, either guy is capable of taking a screen pass 50 yards for a touchdown. So I I think it's really interesting to like the prop market to kind of think outside the box a little bit in that regard. Yep. Love it. Um, One of the ones that I was referring to that I might like better than the total that I was looking for and better than chiefs team total is just Mahomes over two and a half passing touchdowns is plus one ten. So you're just I mean, asking Mahomes. He threw for he threw for more than that in the first matchup, right? He threw, um, he threw three up touchdowns. Right Mahomes threw for he. I know he cashed it last week, but it needed the one to to Kelsey. He threw for three last week. Right. Five against Pittsburgh. Only two against Cincy. It was only, only two. two. So that would have lost in the last matchup. Okay, that's a good number. I mean, like that's that's. He's gone over. He's gone over in four of six, four of his last six. Okay, and it's a good number. Plus one ten on the feel, over. I just feel like if you're getting that over, or if you're getting the Chiefs team total over, you're going to get three from Mahomes. Yeah, right? but Jules, they do that play where you know when they get down close in the red zone, and Andy Reid puts the tight end underneath, or he flips the, the shuffle pass. Is a pass. We're not going to see that this week because it's so miserably failed in such a big spot last week. That was the dumbest call of the weekend. and almost yeah, cost really the Chiefs was. the game. Yeah, I really would be did. shocked if they run that again rather than the Mahomes flip. They do the flips. Mahomes just flips it forward. Does that count as a pass? That Those are passes. Yeah. Oh, I will be shocked if we see the stupid – put the tight end under center when you have Mahomes. Yeah, don't do that, Andy. Come on. I don't know why they did that. They almost lost the game. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why. Now, I think it, it wouldn't be considered a pass if, it was, if it's behind the line of scrimmage, but I think because he's doing it forward, that's why it's technically a pass. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, that, that gives you that option. I just – I get nervous, you know, when they get down there, he does <clears> those <throat> different things. So, you, you, may get, you may get beat. You know, like if you're in a fantasy league, you know – you, you dread those when yeah. he gets down there and he doesn't do what got him down there. Plus they don't have that. Like, I mean, I guess it's Kelsey that red zone, just throw it up and go get it guy. It is Kelsey. It's, it's really yeah. not Hill and it's not Hartman and it's not, it's not Pringle. So they have a lot of short guys on that team. <laughs> That's a problem. Yeah, they they can run though. Steve. Yeah, they right. can run, man. <laughs> um, so for, yeah. All right. For me, I'm not touching. I'm not touching the Bengals. This is if you made me bet it, it's the Chiefs, but it's Chiefs yeah. as a teaser leg for me. I think is okay. the safe one because when it comes down to it, it's and it's not a hot take. Um, but like you said, the numbers right and it's right on seven, and it could just land there and you push. Um, but what I am confident in, and I love Joe Burrow, but what I am confident in is that like this is when the stage gets a little too big not that he's going to play poorly but that it's going to be more like and i keep using these like 80s 90s nba comparisons of like the pistons had to beat the celtics yes after losing a bunch of times and then the pistons had to lose to the uh whatever it was the Bulls had to lose to the pistons a bunch of times before they could get over the hump i just the Bengals are they joe burrow is going to make some super bowls it feels like to me i don't think it's going to be this one 
I think you're running into Patrick Mahomes and is for, hosting his fourth straight AFC championship game. If someone makes a mistake, if one person makes a mistake, it's probably going to be Burrow on the road. If if one person has to make the big play, it's better chance of Mahomes making that big play. It just it feels like the Chiefs just have too much. They've been there, done that, and this is going to be a great learning experience for the Bengals to get some of them. Oh, look at Burrow glasses. <laughs> what do you think of my Joe Burrow glasses? What do you think? Of? I, bad, I love man. it. I, I might need to get myself a pair. Yeah, they're pretty sweet. I want to yeah. see Joe Burrow cover. I want to. I think it's you a great cover. That's fair. That's um, fair. I'm okay with him winning. A lot of people aren't. A lot of people aren't. But um, the book will only be okay. My, only my bankroll doesn't want to see him there. My my heart does. Um, the Bengals as road underdogs this season. I, I know. Saw I last know. week, five and one Not as bad. road underdogs, covering by an average of ten point four points. Mm. Come on, Joe Burrow. Let's go, baby. Those are great numbers. Just tell me how tell me how many of those were an AFC Championship game at Arrowhead. (laughs) Oh, then none of them, Jules. We know the answer to that question. Yes, it was a it was a rhetorical question. Stupid. Put that in the notes. I didn't see that in the notes. I thought you wanted an answer to the question. (laughs) NFC, I think, is much more difficult. A lot of people really like the Rams. Just say the the Rams are the better team. They're going to run right over the Niners except for the part where the Niners have beaten them outright six straight. Um, and people say, well, that number doesn't matter. What about Stafford? Okay, let's look at the two this year, 31 to 10, and then an overtime win on the road. Um, the Niners, and I'm I'm not a Shanahan guy, but the Niners seem to take care of business against McVay and the Rams. Stafford, the problem is Stafford in the offense, Cooper Cup, OBJ stepped up, Higby, they're going to make some plays against this 49ers defense. It's going to come down, this game comes down to line play like old school gritty football for me because how's how's bosa gonna be um he's gotten dinged up in the playoffs he needs to get at he needs to get in there and disrupt stafford um and then on the other end that d line that just you know you know how you beat brady in the playoffs d line get after him. they did that uh the rams can they do that against a much better san francisco offensive line that's who's gonna have the goal of running it down your throat They've won an NFC championship game before with Jimmy Garoppolo attempting eight passes. Like they're capable of that. I don't think it's going to happen against the Rams, but that it's been done. So this for me, I'm not betting either, either game individually. This for me, I actually teased the chiefs with the Niners up to nine and a half, get through some Mm -hmm. key numbers. Mm -hmm. And I also, I got these, you can do it at six and a half too. So I cheese, I teased when the Rams were at three, the chiefs down to minus a half a point just to win the game. And I I'm breaking my own rule here. You never tease through zero, but because I have the other side teased, I have the Rams teased to plus three and a half. Oh, look at you. So I am confident enough in the chiefs winning the game that I want to give myself a window in the NFC championship. That is a 12 point window of Niners plus nine and a half and Rams plus three and a half. Um, I'm shocked by that. Okay. You're shocked that I did that? Yes. Yep. I. It's just, I don't want to have, you know, I'm confident in the Chiefs. I don't want to have uh, all my chips on the Niners or all my chips on the Rams in this game. I just don't feel that way. <laughs> so I'm, I, I want to watch the Chiefs win and then I'm going to, be a miserable man on my couch, two feet of snow outside, rooting yeah. for a window in the next game. I don't want a team. I want a window. Uh, extremely boring, probably torturous to myself. Um, 
but I just don't see this game being I, a lot of people think the Rams are going to blow out I, third meeting divisional matchup. I just see it being a little more of a grinder. Now the Pats and bills met for a third time in the postseason, and the bills yep. blew them out. The yep. Rams and uh, these Rams and Cardinals met for a third time in the season. The Rams blew them out. So I'm probably an idiot, but uh, <laughs> Dave talked to me about the NFC championship game. Um, you're doing what a lot of people do when they don't really know, like you don't feel confident in either side. So well, you nobody find knows, a way. Nobody knows Squidoosh, right? Right, exactly. And 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 you know that you still want action. You're just trying to find a way to get it. Well, I'll say I do know one thing. I'm saying that I know the Chiefs are going to win because That's if, fine. Yeah. if the Chiefs lose, then I'm just sitting there with nothing. <laughs> and then and then you don't have to worry about the Ajita. When the when Joe Burrow wins, you won't even have to worry about the Ajita. <laughs> yes, if Joe Burrow teams. wins, I just have to worry about the money <laughs> right. I've lost. Right, exactly. And then and then figure out what your same game teaser will be or what you can do with the second game. That's the, that's the aggravation that could happen, but no, this is, this is a great game. This is going to be, but a different type of great game. This is going to be that Keith Jackson used to call him a slobber knocker. This is going to be one of those ones that it's going to be a defensive game. And I I thought the best bet of the game was the under, I, I, I saw 46 and a half. I think I saw 47 first number. I was like, man, that's too high. It's going to come down. And that's the only way – that's the only thing that's moved all week yep. is the total. It's coming down. And, I mean, I had the under in the Rams game last week. I thought that was under. It was, it was 20 Almost to 3 at halftime. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and then, and then uh, he snapped the ball 35 yards over the guy's head, and we got back in the game. It was, then Evans is open, and he's 27 to 20. All right, it's going to still stay under because I got 48. I did the right thing. I had the right number. Oh, no, it's not. Fumble Acres. Sue gets the rips the ball out, and we got a touchdown. And I'm like, this can't be. I mean, this is how this total is going to go over. I think it's a field goal game. I would take the points with the Niners. Okay. But, but you said it comes down to line play. It always comes down to line play in football. But it also comes down to this. Jimmy G throws that pick that's going to cost his team. The same thing, though, on the other side. Stafford could throw that pick that cost his team. Bet both guys to throw an interception. I think that way, if they do, you at least cash a ticket. Like, those numbers are fair. You don't even have to lay an egregious price. You can get plus money, I think, on Stafford. So, you're right. The Niners' success with Jimmy G – not even throwing a touchdown pass. They're nine and two, three and zero oh in the playoffs with Jimmy Garoppolo not throwing a touchdown pass. We can win the game. We don't even have to score a touchdown offensively. Yeah, right. we'll block a punt. We'll kick a couple field goals, and we're good. Well, that's another thing. I think that people feel like now you have to fade the Niners because they still were the wrong side last week. Like they were. The Packers should have been better, but the Niners even still were the wrong side last week. If Packers specialty, like you have to handicap 10 points for Packers special teams, I guess, minus 10 points is what it cost them. So a lot of people feel like the Niners, the Niners were the wrong side in that game. We should have won our Packers bets, I feel like. But now because we didn't, it doesn't mean, all right, got to take the Rams, got to go against the Packers the next, the next week. You got to reassess. It's a new divisional matchup in my mind. I know Steve's all over the Rams. When you look at this game, do you feel better about it if it's three? Like this three or three and a half is three and a half enough to make you pause. If you like the Rams, 
of course, because mm-hmm. of all, you know what you guys have been saying. But th- like the thing that I can't get over is that like Jimmy is is dealing with like three different injuries. I think he's a subpar subpar quarterback even when healthy. And then we just saw with the Rams defensively, their defensive line did to Tom Brady. Tom Brady was under pressure on 35% of his dropbacks. Yeah. Coming into that game, he was the most protected quarterback in the league. He was under pressure on and, average. And, and 19... he two, but he had two injured offensive linemen, so it makes sense why. No, I know that. I know that. And but now like, you're going against a good O-line. Uh, uh, yes, but we're talking about two of the better defend, you know, defensive linemen in the game going against an already injured Jimmy Garoppolo. That's where I, I, I get paused. And how many times in that game did Jimmy Garoppolo become this close to throwing a pick six? Oh, yeah. You can get know. away with that. You, he got away with that with the Packers. Ugh. You are not going to get away from that from the, from the Rams. That is not going to happen. Yeah. So that's where I, and I brought this up to Julian. If you want to get a little, you know, spicy, Rams first touchdown is 35 oh, to Dave one. Dave loves these. <laughs> oh. First what, touchdown for LA Rams. Yeah. Defensive, defensive touchdown. 35 to one plus five fifty for any time. I'll take, I'll take both. I'll take both Stafford. If you like that too, Stafford threw the most pick sixes in the league this year Four. he threw four of them. Pick sixes. That was the most in the league. What's so, San Francisco's price? 35 to one first touchdown plus six, uh, 600 for any time. Boy. So if you want to get a little sloppy, I mean, they got a block punt for a touchdown. Yeah. Anytime touchdown. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's possible. I, I, I think it's very possible. That won't do well for the under. That's the, the, the that's the under killer. Yeah. When you get the special teams or defensive touchdown, and then you're like, oh no, there goes my total. Yep. Unless the offenses just don't score a touchdown, other than the opening drive, like they did last week in Green Bay. So, wow, that's live. That's live, yep. Steve. I think I, I, I think they're live. The only the only reason I do like the three and a half though is because I like the idea that the Rams win this game first and foremost. If the 49ers are from behind, they're not going to win on the back of Jimmy Garoppolo. That's just not where it happens. They're winning these I would games agree because they're with playing you, with the lead. But we go back to the last week of the regular season. They were down uh, he had a good drive. nothing in he had the a good same drive. stadium yep. and came back and won. Normally yep. You're right. They're not coming back. That's so now I can't get that one out of my head. That's why I think that San Francisco can come back or can maybe have some adversity early. Yep. And, you know, get Debo the ball a bunch of different ways. I mean, his props over got to be a play as long as he's healthy. He is going to be the difference maker for their offense. Now, obviously, they got to get to Stafford. They got, but they can't. They don't blitz them. They played them right. twice. They never blitz them. Um, B. Howe had some great stats. Jules were on Monday when we did game within the game and told me all these numbers. And he said they don't blitz them. And they 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 um, sit back in coverage and can cause that pick to happen. I don't know. It's it's it's. Just, I hope the games. Believe me, between both games, I hope we get one. Half as good as Buffalo, Kansas City. Oh, yeah. This will be the week that they're duds, right? Leading to the Super Bowl. We'll get right. we'll get a blowout in the first game, unfortunately. And then we'll get a just a dud, you know, 13 to 7 boring defensive game in the second game. I hope I'm wrong. <laughs> um, one last prop before we start to wrap up here, unless we have any other thoughts. I'm looking at <clears throat> some of these passing ones. 
Jimmy G's pass attempts is set at 30 and a half. The last he threw 32 against the Rams in the regular season finale, but that includes overtime. Yep. So you're going to assume we don't get overtime here, although we probably do. Um, So that was 32. The two postseason games, they, they just don't want him to throw. It's 25 against Dallas and 19 against Green Bay. Oh, right. So What's 30 and a half, like, the, it feels like the only way that goes over, minus 130 to the under. It's Not even bad. money for the over, so it's been getting bet. Um, but that's a bit, like, as long as the Niners come out and play, either get a lead or stay in the game, they're going to stick to that formula where he, where they're running the ball little thing, yeah. deep, get Debo involved running the ball, Mitchell. Um, uh, so awesome. this, that's a loser. If what happens against the Rams happened and you go down 17, nothing, that's how you lose the prop. And it still took overtime to lose it. Right. So I think my favorite prop in this game is Jimmy under 30 and a half pass attempts, because I do think the Niners are going to be in this game. 231 and a half is his total. Yeah, I just looked at that too. I mean, playoff playoffs, one seventy two, one thirty one. How does he go over two thirty one? Right, there's, he there's goes no over. <laughs> he goes over two thirty one and a half by doing what he did last time to the Rams and throwing for three sixteen. And I don't know this. This, but one there were two me. big plays in that game. Like Debo took one sixty yards, I think, on that right. in that game. Right. That's how. That's how. I'm surprised by this Tennessee one, a close game, only 17 to 20 week 16, that Christmas week one, Jimmy G threw the ball 35 times and had 322 yards in a 17 to 20 game. That's kind of out of character. How about his longest passing, uh, longest completion, 36 and a half. This might be one of those where you just play a lot of those unders. See, that's a, that's, that's a Debo. That's that's where I would get worried. You know, right. that's, that's where I would get nervous yeah. about that. Like, like he will, he probably will have one of those like cheap ones like that. It's like, I, I wouldn't even want to touch it. Cause a, if he, if he's not hitting Debo, he's not hitting that total period. Right. But if he does hit Debo, forget it. That's, that's where you crumble up that ticket and you're tossing it aside. What's the number on Jimmy G for which long, one long pass 36 and a half, 36 and a half. All right. Let me just say this before we get out. This is getting real cute. What if this just, it's, we're just talking. What if you play the under 36 and a half long pass attempt on Jimmy G and you play the over 21 and a half long reception for Debo? If Debo does rip one off that goes over 36 and a half, you split and go one and one. If Debo catches one, anything between 22 and 35. You've middled it. You've middled it. As I said, I'm putting myself in boxes in windows this weekend. That is. I want to make myself uncomfortable. I don't want to sweat that. That sounds I, horrible. I love it. I I, I don't I don't I, I don't like it. I love it. The, the middle opportunities. I love. I do it when I do the in game. I love. That's a skill shot. We call that a skill shot. A skill listen, shot. you know, you you sometimes you got to take your shot like that. You like to be in those boxes. The sun is set on the other side for the shot. You look great coming out of that angelic look and everything. Why not? This is the walk off. This is you know, the Super Bowl is the only one left. You could cut this clip and play it for eight months. I did this. I had under Jimmy G 36 and a half, but I had Debo 21 and a half. He catches a 28 yard longest reception. 
and you walk it off, Jules. I, th- yep. I love that. The alternative is that Jimmy G throws a, bro- a bomb to Brandon Ayuk and you lose everything. <laughs> that, we, we don't need to think about that. That's ne- that would never happen. But no, that, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Forget that. Well, yeah. I mean, Cooper Cup, like just just bet everything over Cooper Cup. I mean, what at this point in this, have you guys ever seen anything like this? Everybody knows he's getting the ball. Yeah. Every the success of the team. He he well, I mean, unless they run the ball for 300 yards, but he's going to get the ball. Everyone in the stadium knows it. Everybody on the other sideline knows it. And everybody bets his props over. It goes over every week except one, and then it was the week that they did run for 300 yards, and they gave him one token drive to just get him, you know, some work. He got 62 yards or whatever he got. He got the touchdown. But, like, this is Cooper Cup's crowning moment, is it not? He's got to go over everything, right? That week 19 against the Cardinals where he got 61 yards was the yeah. best thing that could have happened for his prop last week because that started to get bet down. Yeah. I think it closed at 98 and a half. Yeah. So yeah. I'm sitting there laughing because yeah. I'm like, okay, you think that's going to happen again? And then what right. happens? Nine catches, 183 yards. Yeah. One of the easiest overs you can get other than Mahomes rushing yards last week. It was he actually joke. needed. He needed that game winning reception to go over his eight and a half receptions yes he yeah. did under on yeah. receptions until he caught the bomb for the game now Correct. if that doesn't happen the game goes to overtime and he still probably gets there unless brady gets the ball and wins the game who knows which usually happens oh i don't want to talk about that overtime rule please everyone else is talking about that overtime rule We're <laughs> here's, not here's the here. easy way to fix the overtime it's the here least hot take ever oh let's go you just play it like every other sport what do you do when basketball goes to overtime you play a full five quarter. minutes on the clock and play. What Let's do you do go. if it's tied at the end of the five minutes? You play it again. Genius. It's not. It's the most either. simple thing in the world. You just treat it like normal sports. You play overtime. You put time on the clock. You play overtime. And if it's tied at the end of overtime, you go to double overtime. Jeez. Too speaking simple. of time. Speaking of time, I think it's time to wrap. <laughs> yes. Good. Um, this is where you. This is where you give a best bet. Mine. I. My best bet is. I told you I've middled myself with Kansas City winnings, but I have to give it one bet. If I get one bet, it's tease Kansas City to one, San Francisco to nine and a half. Steve? Taking Bengals. Bengals plus, plus seven. seven. Dave? Yep. Oh, man. Steve took my best bet. I like the that's Bengals. Fine. No, we that's fine. That's, that's fine. No, no, no. We'll branch out. We'll, we'll, we like the Bengals on the side. I'll go over in the Bengals and – Chiefs. How about that? I like under the second game, but the numbers moved a little bit. We still get the same number. Let's go over 54 in the Bengals and the Chiefs. Fair enough. Um, that's a podcast. Dave Sharapan. You can find him on Twitter at Sportsbook Consig. You can find him around Las Vegas wearing DraftKings Sportsbook lids. Oh, and, and Joe Burrow glasses. Um, you mentioned the game within the game. That is a uh, podcast presented by DraftKings that you can hear with Brad Howe. You are on it on Mondays. I am on it on Thursdays. I am about to go record it with him pretty much when we're we're done here. Um, You also have a lot more going on. So why don't you tell the people where they can find your work? You got a new show going on with Matt Peralt, another Boston guy. Yeah, believe me. I mean, I can't believe this Boston Pittsburgh kind of connection that's happened in my life now. Um, Bostonian versus the book Monday through Friday from 10 to approximately 1115 every day, uh, Pacific. So that's one to two 15, uh, Eastern on it's available on YouTube It's available wherever you get podcasts. We do that daily. Also daily on uh, sports grid and Sirius XM radio 
channel 159. We're doing in-game live on there. Then my own podcast is called Cash Considerations. Um, we do that every week. That's available wherever you get podcasts. And eight in the box with Brad Howe every week where we talk about football. And we do that. In addition to who knows what else. I mean, the ba- baseball's got to start. We got all that stuff, getting stuff in line for Super Bowl, March Madness, all this other crap. But thank you, boys, for calling me today, getting me involved in this, warming me up for Peralt, another Boston guy. Gonna go talk about Big Poppy getting in the Hall of Fame and everything else. Good stuff, really good. Yeah, you know, all three of us run MLB Network this season. All, all of us, we're all MLB Network. You know, yeah, I was ML- Steve's vacation fill in. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if you want me spewing out baseball numbers on a consistent <laughs> basis because stats are for nerds, baseball is for nerds. But I do what? my best. You're gonna send me out like that? Stats are for nerds and baseballs for nerds. Yep. Unbelievable. I'll talk to you guys later. <laughs> Um, all right. I guess that's a podcast, Steve. Anything okay. else to add? Yeah. Bye everyone. No. All right. That's unreasonable odds. We're back on Tuesday. We'll have Johnny Avello, director of draft and sports book on to go over the championship games to look forward very early at the Super Bowl and then Super Bowl week. Um, we have some big things planned, so we'll do plenty of chatter for there. Um, Steve Buchanan, Dave Sherapan, Julian Edlow. That's unreasonable odds. Good luck this weekend, everybody. Mm-hmm.